0: Some men are born to be poets, some to be builders, others bakers, sheriffs, and stablemasters. But Rowan of Laos was born to be a swordsman, and every fibre of his body seemed to know it. His mastery of the art form was as instinctual as an eagle's drive to soar in the seam of sky between the mountain peaks and the blue canvas above them. And though he was born in utter poverty, And orphaned at an age too early to remember his parents, something deep within him always whispered that he was destined for greatness. As a boy, Rowan watched knights duel in the tournaments of Laos, memorizing every stance and move that he and the other boys of the street could practice later with their makeshift wooden swords. By age twelve, though he'd never held a real sword, he knew every move of the great fighters, knights like Sir Tarrington, Sir Burke, Sir Borlan, and Sir Padruth. Rowan loved sword fighting with a mighty passion, yet his chances of ever owning a sword were slim to none. He barely managed to eat, surviving on the handouts of passers-by. As he grew, he eventually found work in one of the city stables, which provided some food and a reasonably dry place to sleep. Though he yearned to be a gallant knight some day and fight in the tournaments, his poverty gave him no hope of becoming anything more than a stable-boy. It was a fine horse named Algonquin that finally gave young Rowan of Laos his chance. Rowan was tacking up the stallion on a cool spring morning when Algonquin's owner came to collect his steed. "'He's a fine animal, sir!' Rowan handed the reins over to a tall knight with dark brown eyes and a friendly face, then swiped a tousle of blond hair from his eyes and wiped a sleeve across his nose. Sir Aldwyn smiled. Thank you. Looks like you've taken good care of him. Here. He pressed a coin into Rowan's hand, then winked. Rowan's face lit up. Thank you, sir. He eyed the coin as though he'd been given the world, then his smile slowly disappeared. Aldwin tilted his head at the strange response. What is it, boy? he asked. Rowan glanced at the splendid sword that hung from Sir Aldwin's belt, then looked up at the knight. I'd like to buy something from you, sir. Rowan's gaze went back to the sword that sparkled in the morning sun, its pommel brilliantly flashing a unique mark he had seen once before. Sir Aldwin's hand fell on the golden hilt of the sword as he followed Rowan's gaze. He placed a gentle hand on the lad's shoulder. I'm afraid a sword such as this costs far more than you have. Rowan looked up, his face flushed. I... I know, for this is all I have. I don't want to buy it, sir. He swallowed hard, hesitating even to ask such a daring question of a knight. May I buy a chance to... Hold it for just a moment?" Sir Aldwyn stared hard at Rowan, stunned at the request. Rowan ducked his head and lowered his gaze. He slowly tucked the coin into a pocket and began to turn away. But the beautiful sound of steel sliding on steel touched his ears as Sir Aldwin slowly removed his sword from the scabbard. Rowan lifted his head, turned about, and watched with widened eyes as the slender silver blade made its final exit from its home. Sir Aldwin held the sword across both hands, palms open, and offered it to Rowan. Rowan looked up with absolute hope in his eyes and caught the subtle nod of the knight. His hands quivered as he reached out and touched first the perfect steel of the blade and then the intricate yet sturdy hilt that bore the load of such a gallant weapon. Slowly, his right hand encircled the grip, and he lifted the weapon. The sword felt good. No, it felt great in his hands, almost as if he'd been reunited with a lost brother. It was weighty, but not as heavy as he'd expected. He held it before himself, wanting to take position and execute a cut. He glanced up at Sir Aldwin. The knight nodded and stepped back, Rowan assumed a perfect middle guard stance, then attacked an invisible enemy with a high to low diagonal cut, followed by a horizontal cut and a quick thrust. He held his final position, and chills flowed from the sword through his arm and up and down his entire body.